Hello, this is Heather Jebo, one of the deacons at the Virgins Congregational Church. This podcast includes portions of our service from March 20th, 2022. The scripture for later in the service is from Isaiah 55, verses 1 through 9.
Welcome, beloved of God. Welcome on this first day of spring. Isn't that wonderful? (laughs) Sue just said she saw some daffodil coming up. Anybody else? Signs of spring? Robins. Robins. Say that again. Red winged blackbird. What is it? Oh, skunk cabbage flowers. Geese. Oh, can, look at the signs of spring. The Canadian geese. Is anybody going to say the sap is running? <laughs> oh, the sun. What's it? Mud. Oh, beautiful. That's from Dave. Mud. <laughs> there actually was a picture of a muddy, muddy road in Heinsburg on the news this morning. It's like you, they had to show us how muddy that road was. Oh, the signs of spring, my friends. We are gathered together in this season and with the understanding that God is present with us in each and every season of our lives. May God's blessings be with us as we come together in worship, in fellowship, and in service with God and God's people. May we please join together in our opening sentences. We are a vibrant Christian community full of life, music, and laughter. We gather to worship and to explore and grow our faith. We embrace everyone wherever they are on life's journey. We strive to love and serve with compassion and grace as Jesus did. Difference in our community and beyond. Please let us join together in our gathering prayer. God of steadfast love, imagination of the ages, you offer to all that were where all thirst is quenched, all the hungry are fed, all strangers become family. Jesus, friend of the poor, brainstormer of the kingdom, You dare to envision that world where we do not waste a single person, but offer hope to those in despair. Bring light into every shadow. Embrace the lonely and broken. Spirit of discernment, artist of our lives, you inspire us not to toss aside any of the gifts of God, but to offer peace to angry hearts, to share joy with mourners, to welcome those whose ways are not ours. God in community, holy and one, continue to nurture us with steadfast grace this day and always. Amen. Uh, Our scripture this morning is uh, from Isaiah, chapter 55, verses 1 through 9, and can be found in your pew Bible on page 598. Ho, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters, and you that have no money, come, buy, and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me, and eat what is good, and delight yourselves in rich food. Incline your ear, and come to me. 
Listen so that you may live. I will make with you an everlasting covenant, my steadfast, sure love for David. See, I made him a witness to the peoples, a leader and commander for the peoples. See, you shall call nations that you do not know, and nations that do not know you shall run to you because of the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake their way and the unrighteous their thoughts. Let them return to the Lord that he may have mercy on them and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Amen. I'm going to make space on this table for my message. And I loved this message. Right? Ah, the, the, it's emerging more and more. Come sit by still waters and reflect. How beautiful. Liam, I'm going to pick up on what you said about caffeinated. Okay. I'm also a caffeinated person. Okay? And I think you may know that I'm often called to fill in in churches all around the conference, like I'm doing here for a couple of months. So I filled in at a church that I'm not going to name, and you'll know why in a moment. And after I'd been there for three Sundays, one of the church members came up to me after church and he said, Joan, you need one less cup of coffee. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) How do I? (laughs) It's good. Let's laugh about it. It's because it's true. It's true. And I just have to confess, I hold in uh, that tension and mutuality, the caffeinated part, and the come sit by the still waters, right? Every time I hear this passage from Isaiah, ho, or as Liam put, yo, yes, you, that passage to claim our attention, Every time I hear this passage, especially that verse that says, come eat and drink, whether you have money or not, there will be food and drink for you. Whenever I hear this passage, I'm reminded of a story. No surprise there, right? For 18 years, we lived in the little village of East Arlington, which is beautiful where I served the East Arlington Federated Church. We lived on Ice Pond Road. Does that sound beautiful? It is. If you walked up the hill, Ice Pond Road Hill, you'd get to the intersection of Warm Brook Road. (laughs) Ah. On Warm Brook Road sits a beautiful farmhouse where three sisters lived, three teachers, Miss Stewart, Miss Stewart, and Miss Stewart. (laughs) Fortunately, they taught in three different schools. They were wonderful, loving, community-minded women. And every fall, they planted an enormous pumpkin patch. Remember the words of Isaiah. You who have no money, come and eat. And in the fall, they would put this array of pumpkins, I mean hundreds of pumpkins on their front lawn. 
And there'd be a sign, a really big sign. And it would say, all pumpkins, no matter what size, $3. Underneath would be the second line. If you can't afford that, all pumpkins, no matter what size, $1. And the last line, you know where this is going. All pumpkins, no matter what size, free. Come, you who are without money, come and have a pumpkin. Come, you who are without money, come and eat and drink, for the Lord is good. What does that story have to do with Isaiah or with our one great hour of sharing offering, which we will, I know, be generous with next Sunday? Let me explore this just a little bit with you. Just as Isaiah was offering words of comfort and hope for the exiles who had been overcome by their warring oppressors and had to seek refugee status in another place, who were living without hope, and isn't that message from the 6th century BCE as fresh as this morning's news? A country that is overcome by another warring nation, In Ukraine, over three million people I heard now, as of yesterday, seeking refugee status in other countries. And let us also count in with that the refugees in Ukraine who had come from African countries or other Middle Eastern countries and now have been twice displaced. Isaiah offers a word of hope to those ancient people to come back to their land. We offer words of hope for these who are refugees, that we pray for peace and a return to their homeland. One great hour of sharing is very near and dear to my heart. In 2003, I was asked by the Vermont Conference Minister, Arnold Thomas, to serve as the Vermont Conference Delegate for six years. It's a big commitment to the wider church ministries board of global ministries that met several times a year in Cleveland. That board was tasked with refugee resettlement, disaster response, agricultural development, and the building and maintaining of medical clinics and schools all around the world. An incredible board, and part of the funding for that comes from our one great hour of sharing offerings. Building capacity in places like Nigeria, the West Bank, the Church of South India, and Sri Lanka. In 2006, while I was a board member, I was asked by the board to serve as the chair of the board for one great hour of sharing. And I did that for three years. And so one great hour of sharing is very near and dear to my heart. As I worked with the staff at the Cleveland office to develop educational materials and resources that are sent to the churches every year to tell the story of one great hour of sharing. So I'm going to tell you one story this morning. One that I was privileged to hear in 2005. A story of how closely connected we all are. Dr. Singh 
A pastor from the Church of Sri Lanka came to Cleveland, one of our mission partners, came to Cleveland to tell us stories of how important our offerings are. And the story he told was this. I wonder if you remember what you were doing on Sunday morning, December 25th, 2004, when the Indian Ocean earthquake and tsunami, it was a Sunday morning, claimed the lives of over 230,000 people displaced from 14 countries. Dr. Singh, who was one of our mission partners with the Church of Sri Lanka, went to a church that was also a resettlement camp. He went to that church 24 hours after the tsunami, where people who had lost their entire families, had lost everything, were coming for housing, were coming for trauma, for counseling, for clothing and food. And he told the story of meeting a little boy about eight years old and the grandfather. They were the only two people who had survived the tsunami in their village. This little boy, eight years old, and the grandfather. The boy was sitting at a small child-sized table, and Dr. Singh sat down with him. In front of the boy was a box of Crayola crayons and some pieces of paper. And the boy was doing some drawing. On the right-hand corner, in the lower corner, he drew a figure that looked like a little boy. And standing next to that figure was a larger figure, a larger man with a beard, kind of like his grandfather had a beard. And Dr. Singh said to that boy, is that you in the picture? And the boy said, yes. And then the boy continued to color. And he took a blue crayon from that Crayola box. And he began to paint lines crayon lines from the larger man, the older man's eyes. Big blue lines running down. And Dr. Singh said to the boy, and that's your grandfather. And he's crying. And the boy said, no, that's not my grandfather. That's God. That's God. And he is crying for everyone and everything that has happened. You who are without money, come and be fed. You who have nothing in your pockets, come and be filled with the, you who are thirsting, be filled with the abundance of God's blessings. The theology in that eight-year-old boy, first of all, we have to ask, where did he hear that? Family, faith community, he learned that somewhere. That eight-year-old boy knows about the theology of a God who suffers with us and who weeps with us. Just as Isaiah offered that incredible hope to those exiles, just as that boy and his grandfather were experiencing the hope that comes from the companionship that we offer through our one great hour of sharing and the partners, as Dr. Singh told us, and it's embedded in my mind, We were there within 24 hours because we'd been there for 25 years. We were there in 24 hours because we'd been there for 25 years. You cannot just go and set up disaster response. It takes the capacity building over years with a network of partners. Come, all who are hungry. Come, all who thirst.
What do you hunger for this morning? For what do you thirst? How is God as your companion weeping with you? How is God joyful with you? The one who is our companion. May we be companions for one another. May it be so. Amen. and promised land of settled ones and refugees. Sometimes we find ourselves in a dry and weary place where we feel depleted. Holy One, sometimes we are in that dry and weary place because we have not cared for your creation in ways that have made it possible for all people to have enough food and water, life abundant. Sometimes we find ourselves in a dry and weary land, in places that are torn apart by war, and where hospitals and homes and corner stores have been reduced to rubble, where human lives have been destroyed and where hope is buried. Oh God, raise peace among us, build hope from the ground up, restore in us and all world leaders the will and determination for peace and justice. Holy One, sometimes we find ourselves in the rich presence of your abundance, and this morning we speak of new beginnings and hopes, of relationships that are being mended, of those who are ill finding recovery and renewal. Holy One, you are so patient with us. Help us to be patient with one another and with ourselves. As you continue to do your good work among us, feeding us with your abundance of food, giving those who thirst peace and justice. You who so generously provide and are present with us. Hear our prayers, and we pray in the way that your Son taught when we say, Our Creator, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.
is our benediction? Right here. Can you read it? What does it say? Come, sit. The benediction. Come, sit by the still waters and reflect. One more time. Come, sit by the still waters and reflect. Amen.